Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the best of Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morency and Cam Stewart. Let's roll. Started off great night. I want to thank uh, Sonny and Taylor for the ticket. That was one of the best surprises I got. The first car taxi cab driver. I don't know. The guy's, uh, where was he from? There, United Arab Emirates. The guy didn't even know how to get to the damn rink, to the, to the arena. We show up there, but perfect time with Uber, man. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's the thing. Uber, it's a, it's, it's hit and miss, and it's a lot of miss. Like you get guys who don't even know what the hell's going on. Like they don't even know main streets. Well, the dude really didn't know where the arena was. Yes. He's just going by GPS. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to dude, just take your street. <laughs> yeah, you told here. Him. We'll get there quicker. Make a move on Bay, buddy. Do it. No, he's like, ah, no, no, no. The computer's coming. I'm pissed off, and I told him, turn on York, <laughs> turn here. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Every time me and Cam get in an Uber, uh, you know, same thing, man. Me and Cam once cut a flight pretty close trying oh, to yeah. get to the airport. There's some kid from, like, Holland or something. Yeah, he was some, some Dutch like, techno guy, you know. He was just kind of had his little toque on and listening to his techno music <laughs> and stuff. And, you know, me and Cam really aren't paying attention. Uh, Next thing we know, no, we're on an industrial road. And yeah. I'm like, where, where the hell are you going, buddy? buddy? We, got, we got a flight to Vegas. Like, let's put a move on here. Oh, I'm very sorry. I'm sorry. I follow GPS. <laughs> nice guy. Though. He was a nice guy. Yeah, follow GPS. <laughs> We get nice guys. They just uh, have no clue. That's the problem. All right. Uh, so speaking of nice guys, I want to thank uh, everybody. I know I got yep. uh, a lot of people on uh, Twitter today, and uh, they hope I'm all right. I was pretty upset uh, last night after after the Toronto Raptor game. Uh, we had a few too many drinks, and yeah. uh, you know what it's like, Cam. You know, it's just the Pandora's box opens after after a loss like that. It sure does. I wasn't really even that upset about the loss. It's a basketball game. It is what it is. I was, you know, it, it's embarrassing. We'll get to it uh, as, you know, as we go through the show today, talk about the game. But it was more after, a couple hours later, yeah. then, you know, the depression kicked in after. Yeah. Went from just not just basketball to, like, ah, everything in life sucks. It was also, we were drinking uh, these pop shop cream sodas and uh, vodka. They, I, I think they got, like, li- literally we're eating bags of sugar. Like, I, I, like, it makes Pepsi look like it doesn't, like, it, it's light, like water. Like, I don't know what sugar content is, Marenzi. I drank basically about six gallons of water last night. I was pissing all night long. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what it does to your head. It really screws it up. It's not just the hang over the sugar plays with your uh, twisters up there with the you know the me 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 your transistors in your brain i like though that uh our boy sunny vega class yep. act uh, sunny's sunny. great guy sunny a class act uh, comes in and uh comes downtown to check on me today he's like oh man i was worried you weren't online after you were very upset uh two in the morning three in the morning uh last night but uh, me and cam we've been through so many of these nights just really another night like when you woke up today, were you worried about me at all? You're like, no, not really. You I know? don't know. I got to be honest with you. Like, I, I know you, and I know it's going to happen, and you're going to be fine. And no when I start to worry, Sonny started the worry around 1 p.m. I worry at 3.59, 4 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. If, if, they, if Florio hits the music and you're not in the building, that's when I start to worry because well, I, 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 I know the scenario. I mean, I'm on social media so much, yeah. so when I'm not on, people start that's to the thing. What the, where is he? What's going on? I know he was upset. 
But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to jump off my balcony Actually, or anything over a basketball game. Compared to nights we <laughs> compared to nights we've been wasted, we didn't lose anything. Like you didn't lose a, we didn't like a computer. Like I did, I usually lose my phone at a big event. I've been through about seven in the last just, year. Just my dignity. Yeah. <laughs> And, and our and, and our wallets and and some paper in our wallets. Well, surprisingly too. enough, yeah, we we won it. every other game last night. Yeah, every <laughs> other bet we made last night we won except for the stupid game we went to. So <laughs> my account actually wasn't as bad. Yeah, me too. It was, I thought I was. I didn't look until about an hour ago. Like I was so I was scared too. I was just so like ah, whatever. You know, it is what it is. That's what you do. The first thing I do when I roll out of bed, people usually go to like make a coffee or a blender drink. I go to my accounts and look at the damage. And uh, you said it, man. Thank God we went on Nashville and Pittsburgh and all the other stuff because it was uh, minimal damage done. But I went on the money line too, Marenzi. I actually like a stooge. I laid a couple hundred on the minus two fifty too. 500 bing, out the door. So you got home all right last night while you took an Uber? Yeah, I don't remember going home. Actually, I don't no. remember the guy. I, I didn't give him a rating. I got some letter from Uber. Where, like it says, your guy is waiting. So I must have been late or stumbled or something. The thing was, I went home and I was so wasted. Portuguese Joe and my girlfriend are watching the game. I went upstairs to pass out. I wake up, my girlfriend's gone. So that's, uh, and I, I go, hey, are you dead upstairs? Whatever. She goes, no. Nah. She goes, you were just so wasted last night and snoring. And she's like, I just, I had to jet home. So. She did me a solid, I guess. <laughs> Things happen, Moretti. Every yeah. time we go out, it's never a smooth one. Yeah. I don't remember the last time we've ever got wasted in, like, won tons of money, found things. Like, it's always just a disaster. Somebody goes missing, fighting, and uh, lost items. Yeah, we're too old for this stuff. We are and, very old, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a busy busy couple of months, yeah. actually, of of events, games, concerts, you know, I play in the show Homicide, Travel. road trips. It's just, oh, yeah. You it, said it starts it. to catch up. It, it sure break, does. It breaks you down after a while. You said it, man. You're, you're very close to the, you're the most machine human that I know when it comes down to stuff. But even you, like I could tell you, you, you need to grab some Zs, man. Even machines overheat. Yeah, they do. Machines need to be shut down and rebooted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, though. Oh, man. I'm not, uh, I don't know about you, but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be, uh, I won't be drinking for a little while now. Uh, I can tell you well, one thing. I can't make that same claim, but I won't, <laughs> I won't be drinking, I won't be drinking those. Uh, Vodka pop no, 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 I'm not drinking any more of these creams. So, like, these sugary 7 8% vodka hybrid drinks, man, they're, they're a nightmare. They're for kids. Like, you might as well be doing drugs. It's, it's probably worse for you than doing, like, cocaine, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the pop shop vodkas are that. Yep. that it, they're strong. I'm not, I'm, not even, uh, I'm not even really all that hungover, to be honest. No, you're doing good, actually. You're surprised. Like, usually you do that, uh, when I see you, you do the old uh, power nap, the 20 minutes. Oh, i got to rest my head before the show. Yeah. You just basically just closed it for one second. You're out there doing your thing, man. I'm very impressed. You're back. But uh, I do have a stomach ache. Yeah, that's that's the gut rot. Yeah. That's, trust got, me, I've from got, a man that knows cola, that's gut rot. Yeah, I've got a stomach ache. Of, uh, there, were, there were a lot of alcohol was consumed last night. Yeah. I, and I, the worst thing is, too, mixing different things, man, from the pop shops to the Smirnoff ices at the game. Great call. Vodka, cranberries, after God knows. I don't even know what we drank after. More, more of those, yeah, beers, whatever, a couple shots. Yeah, I don't even, yeah, you said it. We were drinking, because I remember I bought you the Smirnoff at the game and the double vodka. I was smashing those beers. Like, I don't know. Beer's not even an alcoholic drink to me anymore. I got to be honest. Me, like, beer's actually kind of something I, I you could do when you're slowing down. That's casual. Yeah, beer. Beer's uh, beer, yeah. man. Like, yeah, I was beer. drinking beers last night. I wasn't too wasted. It was when I got into these uh, the Smirnoffs. And the and the vodka I told, sugar. I told the we story were before. My buddy went fishing with Brian Burke. Oh yeah, Brian Burke could drink. And 
Yeah. <laughs> he loosens the tie. Get get on the boat. Yeah, Burke brought his own 2-4. So he oh, had yeah. 24 beers for a couple hours fishing. So Burke pounced back to 24 on his own. And uh, they get back after to the cottage. And Burke says, all right, everybody, get cleaned up. And uh, he goes, uh, we'll go to the bar and have some drinks. <laughs> and my buddy's not a big drinker, actually. And he said to Burke, he's like, uh, he goes, go have some drinks. He goes, dude, we just, we just, you know, we've been drinking all day. <laughs> and Brian Burke told him, uh, no, we haven't. And uh, same thing. He told him drinking beer is not drinking. I agree with Brian Burke. Yeah, Brian Brian Burke was like <laughs> drinking whiskey is drinking. That's true. If you're drinking beer, yeah. you're not. That's not really yeah. drinking. That's yeah, like you know, beer's not real. It's like no. having a Pepsi. You said it, buddy. Like that's the thing. Like notice how I was like just crushing beers last night. Ha <laughs> ha. Everything's the same. Everything went twisted with the when vodka and sugar get involved. Yeah, Sunny Vega the, class out. Sunny, yeah. He's, he, it's Taylor Taylor amazing. Stevens uh, as well, and uh, I want to apologize uh, to Taylor. I believe she got caught in the crossfire. I don't even, uh, I don't really recall uh, throwing a vacuum cleaner last night. <laughs> a vacuum cleaner. It is a little vacuum, though. I will say that's more like a dustbuster. Yeah, I shouldn't be tossing vacuum. No, you shouldn't be tossing vacuum cleaners. But it's it's very small, as I stated. It's not a dustbuster. I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember throwing a vacuum. I, I don't remember how I got home, Gabe. And, uh, like I don't remember meeting the Uber driver, talking to him. Like I don't know, like what happened. I, I don't that whole like from leaving your place to like ten in the morning is erased. It's a bl- it's a black spot. Like there's nothing there. I don't know. We're, I, 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 and I got to be honest with you, I'm getting sick and tired of like when I'm drinking having these like spells where I don't remember half days and stuff like that. Like remember in Vegas, I got lost. I didn't know if I was uh, slept in the parking lot of Circus Circus, and I can drink right. Like I I made it back, but I, I'm just I don't remember how. Things are happening. It's a problem. I feel like uh, my brain cells are dying at a rapid pace, Morenzi. I think it's, uh, I have the same issue, Cam. Yeah. Like, I, I sit, you know what, I actually do. I'm not, I didn't really black out because we came, I, we came right yeah. back to my place after the game. Mm-hmm. So there's not really much to black out from. I was here. But I don't remember throwing a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, see, you're you're missing yeah. parts of the night. That's exactly. what I'm talking about. They're missing it. Like it's I'm a twelve, like it's a twelve part play, and we're, I only you know got seven crazy, though, right man. now. That freaks some people out, right, when they can't remember. You're like, oh, I don't know. And it's, it scares them and stuff. But I never remember anything. Me neither. And it's working for us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're here at four o'clock. Like, <laughs> we're honestly, like, uh, I am that guy too, Kim. Like, yeah. same thing. Like, in Vegas and these places, like, I have no idea how I got somewhere, what happened. I'll usually remember up to about 2 a.m. or so. And then after that, it's like, I have no clue. I have a you buddy, Rob, I have a buddy, Rob G. He used to drink to like whatever and fall asleep on toilets. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he was so wasted, he could just be, like, on the can. And then you're like, Rob, oh, he's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he's done. He, the, the toilet is his, th- like, he, his throne is his bed. I don't know. I don't understand it. But at least we didn't do that, Marenzi. We made it back. Yeah. So, um, as we stated, we appreciate the concern, but uh, we're alive. Are we well? No. no uh, alive no, and well? No, no but uh, we're, we're here. Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll give it a shot. We're here. We'll and, call it um, a try. I actually, I'm not quite as depressed right now about the Toronto Raptors as I was last night, but... You know, I love that team from the bottom of my heart and watching them roll over and get punked in the second half like that was, it was hard to watch. It's hard to watch and it's accumulation of things. Uh, basically, how many years have they been in the league now? 22 years? Yep. This even goes back to the Vince Carter days, dude. They had Oakley and Vince Carter and Antonio Davis. Like you said last night, Kev, they just can't win. 
Like they, they can't just, get. This is as far as they can get. They're a second. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, Finals once. That's as good as it gets. But the way they're going down, like they blow a massive lead in Game One last night. They're playing well. They can go back to Cleveland tied at one, and in the second half, like, they could, I've uh, never seen a team show as little fight as this team in the second half last not, night. Not just little fight. All the things that they did, the work. Remember, they were going inside to Valanciunas. They were. They had plays. The guys. They were setting up guys for dunks. Do you guys watch? We're in the third quarter. I'm just watching them try to hit 23-foot shots like brick, 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 brick. Then LeBron starts doing his circus act where he hits everything, fading this way, that way. And then we just watch the lead. Three, seven, 11, 13. We're sitting there going, we're down 13 in this game? We were just leading this game. It was unbelievable stuff. But, hey, man, what can you say about the Raptors? Uh, third. How are they going to win it in Cleveland with with that guy? Too? And I see the point spread, and the point spread shocks me. Just I, I was going to play spread. the I was going to play the game. What yeah, would you have made the line? I don't know. Like Cleveland, Cleveland minus nine. I would make Cleveland seven and a half. Well, how can the Toronto Raptors be favored by seven at home, and then the Cavaliers wouldn't be favored at seven at exactly. home? Exactly. You know, I, dude, I'm a Raptor fan. So what am I going to take Cleveland tomorrow? No, but you're the not. Cleveland Cavaliers are minus four and a half. <laughs> Minus 200 on Cleveland in a parlay sounds like uh, something that a lot of people are going to be doing. The Raptors are getting swept. I got one, that, I got one that's yeah, they're going to get oh, swept. They, they definitely. They're, no, they're going to get swept. And DeMar DeRozan, uh, you know, I, I read, I see, I saw a couple of quotes earlier this morning. I just wanted to see, what are they actually saying? What are the players saying about this? And DeMar DeRozan said, you know, we're down 0-2, we're going to Cleveland, and now, we're, you know, these times like this, you find out what uh, what kind of character you have. No, dude. Like last night was times like this. You exactly. have like what kind of character? Don't wait till you're down two to nothing. Game one there. Game one on Tuesday was the type of time you prove a type of character you guys have, and it's pretty clear. You don't have any character. Your character is weak. You said it, man. That game one two. Now with with all those guys missing, that loss is so magnified. They're not a young team. No, they're not. You they know, have, they have DeMar DeRozan's on their team. been in the league for what six years yeah. now, seven years, they six got a, years. Yeah, their their second strings got. Kyle rookies. Lowry's been in the league. Kyle Lowry's like thirty two years old. I know. Thirty three years old. Like, at what point? It does it change? It doesn't. Valanciunas has been around a while. Serge Ibaka is just giving us absolutely nothing. He's been watching Serge Ibaka play is like taking years off our life. The guy looks slow. He's not even blocking anybody. He takes horrible, shitty shots from like, like not even close. Yeah, you, you said it, man. I don't know what's up with this guy, but uh, when he was at Oklahoma City, he was a damn dominant player. We get this guy. He's, uh, he looks like he does goods. He looks bad, Gabe. Like real. Like you, you watched it even last night. Just lumbering and not even there. Like too slow. Not re, like not reacting to anything. Like I was watching it. Watching him live, it's even it's brutal. Like on TV is one thing. Watching this guy live is a train wreck. But anyway, we'll talk. I, I want to play a game with you. This is the craziest thing. So the Boston Celtics, who have big, big kahunas. You want to about a team with big nuts. These guys are up 2 nothing, And we were on the Celtics last yeah, night. Yeah, we were. They saved. They, yeah. saved. they said pretty much well. Yeah. We, every other pick we had won. Yeah, exactly. Take a, you think the Cleveland Cavaliers spread at minus 4.5 is shocking? The Philadelphia 76ers are laying 9, 9, Nine points at home to Boston. Like I'm, I've already before we even started Red Heat and Rage GTD Radio. I, I already hit Boston plus nine. I don't care if Philadelphia wins by sixteen. That is a horrible number, Gabe. Can you believe that? What would you have made that number? Philly four. Yeah, Philly. Yeah, yeah. Philly four. Philly four seems like a four and a half. Four, four, four and a half. Nine. Well, nine. 
It's our opportunity it to, to bet it. Hey, Tony told us if you're not a Raptor fan, like they were giving away money with Cleveland, oh, being seven-point dogs in both of these games. Like we're, we're so stupid. We, we like the Raptors. We're hurting ourselves. Every other person who didn't like the Raptors is going, Vegas is giving us money? It's wow, insane. this is amazing. They're giving money away. They are actually like, yes, here's your envelope. And sir. now you've got Cleveland only minus four and a half. I'll tell you what will happen. Toronto will come out. They'll play well for the first six, seven minutes yep. tomorrow. And, um, you know, they'll, they'll be competing. They'll battle. Right. The first quarter play might be something to look at, but as the game progresses, yeah, you know the apart. third and fourth are done. They'll fall apart. Basically, when Cleveland turns it up a notch, the Raptors don't have another level yep. to go to. You are correct. And this has been a problem for the Raptors for the last couple of years, actually, in which they are such a good regular season team, but they're playing in a regular season at their highest level. Other teams and championship caliber teams are raising the level in the playoffs. Like, all right, we're going to do even more. We're trying a little harder. Harder. We're going to get a little smarter. The Raptors are already at that level. Their regular season, they're great. You know, they win 56 games. every. They're prepared every night. They try hard every night. But they don't have another level. Yep. They get to a point, and then it's just all negative after that. I, I don't it's know. It's depressing, man. It, it actually really is. And watching LeBron do what he did and taunting with those trick shots made it even more of a kick in the nuts. All right, so Matt Harvey designated for assignment. And you know the gif out there like uh, from Anchorman, Will Ferrell. Boy, that escalated uh, quickly. <laughs> um, this, this is where we have here. I mean... I'm I'm not a I'm not a uh, I'm not a relief pitcher, and now he's not a pitcher, any starting pitcher or a relief pitcher for the New York Mets. Uh, does this surprise you that it escalated so quickly like this? Not really, uh, Gabe. I'm out every homestand covering the Mets at City Field for the Fantasy Sports Network, and you know the feeling that I got in spring training is that Matt Harvey needed to drop the Dark Knight attitude because he didn't have Dark Knight stuff anymore. His fastball has lost about four miles an hour in slider, which used to be a wipeout pitch when he was in 2013, when he was starting in the All-Star game in 2015, when he was in the World Series, has lost about another two miles an hour. So he needed to have that mentality that, okay, I'm not this superhero guy anymore. You know, I'm not the, you know, the center the center of New York when I'm on the mound, but I still have pretty good stuff to have a major league pitcher. And if he made that adjustment, and a lot of Mets insiders that I spoke to felt this way too, that he would be okay, that he had to remake himself. But I think you know, Matt Harvey is a guy who loves being a superstar. Uh, unless you're like a major, major media type, you don't even get to talk to him. You know, he just has a certain way of strutting around the clubhouse and carrying himself and wanting to be a superstar, etc. And, you know, I think I think asking him to accept, uh, to designate for assignment, it's... You refuse. That's who Matt Harvey is. Matt Harvey still thinks when you read, when you see and hear interviews with him, he still thinks that he can be that guy who took the city by storm in 2013 and helped him get to the World Series in 2015. And the reality is, he just doesn't have that kind of stuff anymore. And he's got to be willing to make that adjustment, and he hasn't. And I don't yeah. think the fact the bullpen, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he's pissed, man. And I think he's the fact pissed. as well. Um, he went out last week in Los Angeles, I yep. guess, and got wasted. Really? Yeah. And you know, I guess that I'm, I'm seeing here 
And page six is never wrong. So uh, page six. Is, <laughs> yeah. Page six says that he was like you and me. He was stumbling around. Oh, he was really? wobbly. And uh, he was all wasted. That's not a good look. Like you no. said, Scott, you know, in sports, and you've covered sports a long time, Scott. And, you know, I've seen, I've seen players sort of, you know, when they're younger, they're nice, humble guys. And then they sort of become sort of arrogant jerks. And then they sort of get humbled again uh, along the way. Maybe this, you know, Matt Harvey, I don't know how he's going to react to this, but it's not a good look. And if you're going to be a jerk in the clubhouse and you're going to walk around like you're you're Roger Clemens when you're not Roger yeah. Clemens. And he's partied before, too, Gabe. This is not just a one-off. He's no. got a reputation for, you know. And if you're, if you're really got struggling. Got suspended last year, yeah. 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 If, you're, if you're struggling and the organization doesn't think that you're adjusting and working on your mechanics, like you said, Scott, and trying to become a new pitcher and reinvent yourself here a bit, and you're more concerned with getting wasted with Hollywood actresses, I'm sure, you know, is one of the final nails in a coffin here. Look, I can't speak to the truth of what happened when he went out of the nightclub. I wasn't there. I don't know anybody that was there. All, all I know for sure is this guy isn't the same pitcher that he, he used to be. And this new regime is not going to do anybody any favors. Terry Collins is not there anymore. Mickey Calloway and pitching coach Dave Island, they have no, they have no loyalty towards him. And you can see the frustration in GM Sandy Alderson's press conference uh, when I was there the other day. And he was saying how he doesn't like surprises like that about what happened on page six. Whether he Just the fact that he was out and people were seeing him out and it became a story whether he was drunk or not I don't know and I'm not going to speculate just the fact that he was out being seen by the paparazzi is not a good look when you're going to the bullpen and I don't know how Matt Harvey's going to react to this his reaction already is very known in that I'm not going to the minor leagues I'm Matt Harvey but you know what somebody pointed out to me going to the minor leagues should not be the best thing for Matt Harvey because the AAA affiliate is in Las Vegas (laughs) Well, wow. that's all. Oh, that's an absolute train yeah. wreck, King. Yeah. No, no, that's a, that is throwing him. gasoline on the fire. You're man. rewarding him. Yeah, that's like giving a guy from AA a job at the bar. Like, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, like, honestly. I, I have never heard any inclination that the guy was, wow. you know, getting lit or doing anything outside. It's just, to me, as a baseball story, this guy is not what he used to be. And it's a, it's a mental thing where he I mean, he doesn't want to accept it. You know these these Mets pitchers like Syndergaard, Degrom, Mats. You know they all come from this certain generation where they had to they, they were expecting a great five man rotation. And you know so, some of these guys like Degrom's a real professional. Mats is very humble. Uh, Syndergaard's very approachable. You know they're all they're all different people there. But you know I've I've just seen where Matt Harvey has rubbed his teammates the wrong way. He's rubbed the media the wrong way, and I think he just needs out of New York, if anything. So what happens now? Designated for assignment, um, they have to trade him? Somebody makes an offer now? He's like, just, I think he's just really, like he's gone. You, they part ways with him, right? When you're a five-year guy, according to the rules that, I've, that I'm familiar with, they either have to trade him or, or, or release him. And, you know, the regular rules is that he would pass through waivers. Uh, I, I don't know if that applies yeah, to yeah, Harvey or exactly. not. I think with the five years that, you know, he is just done. And there's already a lot of speculation because even in 2013, you know, the guy grew up a Yankee fan, talked about, I, I'm from Connecticut. I always wanted to play for the Yankees. There's a lot of Yankee fans uh, grow, grow up in the Connecticut area. They hardly had a Met fans in that area. And the speculation was back then is Met, Yankee fans would tweak Met fans saying, in 2019, we're going to have Met 
Matt Harvey and Brad Bryce Harper. Well, the Yankees can have Matt. We can yeah. have. They can have Matt Harvey now, but. But uh, do they want him? Look, maybe with Jordan Montgomery injured, it's something they consider. Scott, I got to ask you too. Like, just I think you, he needs to get out of the yes, city. Yes, and that's another a thing. change of venue like, for real. Oh, no, yes. for sure. You, you talked about Harvey too. So this is a guy. You know what I mean? When he's not the big man on campus, he gets angry. Then he goes to designate for Simon of the bullpen. Does this seem somebody? I got to tell you, he's going to have to really take a humble pill if he wants to change it. Because you talked about the stuff, and can can he actually do that with the attitude that he has to save his career if he still wants to play baseball again? Because he seems like a pretty stubborn guy. My way or the highway. Well, I think Keith Hernandez made a good point about it uh, last night when he was talking about, and Keith's very prominent on Twitter right now, but uh, Keith was saying, you know, when you're a guy who for 28 years who has dominated hitters, by blowing them away, it's very hard. It is a lot of, when you look at a guy like CeCe Sabathia and the oh, way yeah. that he's changed himself yeah. or play pitchers later in their career, it, it's already come to pass for Matt Harvey that he's got to throw his you, – you look at the statistics right now. He doesn't throw his curve and his changeup more than 12% of the time. And he, he's got yep. he's got to remake himself. He he's, he's throwing ninety three. He's not throwing ninety seven anymore. You, you have to be willing to change. And I think Matt Harvey's stubbornness ultimately undid him. You know, changed himself. What about Jay Happ? He's yep. a totally different. You watch this guy yes. now. Like Happ is a guy that said, you know what? He took advice from a guy. He figured it out. Now look at him, Sky. You're you're a fantasy guru. This guy's money in the bank and being undervalued all the time. Time decisions, fantasy sports or radio network. Yeah. A little Drake. Yeah. Now listen, Drake has bothered me over the years, and of course, oh Drake, big global ambassador to the Raptors. Show me one free agent that signed with Toronto due to Drake. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to Drake after, actually. But he needs to shut up, man. You know, he was running his mouth to John yeah. Wall. Now last night there was nearly a brawl after the game with Drake. Stop motivating the other team. Exactly. Bro. Like, you're running your mouth to these NBA players. Just, you know, we're going to get to the super fan. I've been down this road before. You know, look at Jack. Look at um, look at Jack uh, Nicholas. Nic- uh, Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. Yes. I always get to two Jack confused. Nicholson. Hey, the Golden Bear. The Golden Bear. No, both great They're at their both good. Both great both at their good. craft. Great, great. Legends. Yeah. Legends yeah. in theater so and, like Jack. and golf. Yeah, all you need to say is Jack. Jack and Jack. Jack. But yeah, look at Jack over there. Jack was never standing up like an idiot. No, Jack he, he was never, cool as a cucumber. He was never running his mouth to players on the other team. No. This goes back to Spike Lee. Yeah, good job, Spike. Remember Reggie Miller doing the yeah. old choke ah, thing after yeah. when, he, ding, when he hit ding, three point shots in six seconds. <laughs> yeah, who's choking now? Exactly. And John Wall talked about it, about how, yeah, Drake did piss him off, and Drake did uh, make him uh, play better. Now he's mouthing off to all the Cavs and Kendrick Perkins, and he's standing there with his security and his posse and his goon squad and stuff. It's like, dude, you're not on the Raptors. We're the ones that has to damn defend these guys. Exactly. After. Just shut up, bro. Bull, you know, you can abandon ship right now if you want. The fact of the matter is, it's one game in a seven-game series. I expect this series to go seven games. But 
It's no secret that the Toronto Raptors have problems winning on the road in the playoffs. Yeah, it's also concerning that Cleveland had guys, like, you know what I mean? They had guys missing in the rotation. LeBron didn't play that well, and they still couldn't get it done. They really should have won a freaking game. That's what I'm talking about. Like, everything. You know how hard it is going to be to win on a Saturday night at 8 o'clock on ABC TV? See, in Cleveland? Yeah. Against LeBron? It's going to be almost impossible. Almost impossible. Like, you know, like they're going to have to find a way to win in Cleveland now. Yes. They can't come back down three games to one. Like, they can't win tomorrow and then lose the two in Cleveland. They're screwed. They need to win tomorrow, and then they need, need to win again. To win, yes, win one of the exactly. two in Cleveland, and then suddenly it's 2-2, best of three, and the Raptors home, home court. court. Yep, exactly that. Good luck. It's, it's going to be tough, though, man. I'm telling you. It is. When you have that, that's, see, that's, that's the, Phil- the thing. Did the Philadelphia 76ers give up now already because they lost one game? God, no. No, they're still you know the, I mean? they're like, still it's the like, favorites. Oh, it's, it's over now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's like, not over. It's not over. It's one game. I, it is one game. I'm just but saying the circumstances, the circumstances, not just the back history, the circumstances in the game, Gabe, with the guys that were injured, with all the, the rotation that Cleveland had. Yeah. Basically, the Raptors up multiple times in the game, like 14-point leads and stuff, and they oh, they never – Find a way to hurt somebody. That's the thing about them. That's their mo. Even they can win games. They don't know how to take a guy out and really beat him. They'll slap him around a little bit, but they don't have that killer instinct. They don't give the final. You know what I mean? And bury a team and take their will, rip their heart out. That's not Raptor basketball. That's why it's concerning. They got they got to make a statement game too. Like they got to yeah. go and punch these guys in the face yeah, and run away and, and yeah, start exactly. running away with it and say we're back. Like a, a squeak, even squeaking out a win. Yeah, well, they, you want to win the game, but they have to make a statement. In my opinion. I doubt that the Toronto Raptor players you know check out social media yeah. uh, very much at times like probably this. Yeah, some people do. Some well, people don't. I don't think. I wouldn't imagine that. I don't think Kyle Lowry is. I don't think yeah. DeMar DeRozan is. I'm sure that Norman Powell is. He's probably yeah. sliding into an Instagram <laughs> model's DM right now. Exactly. Hey, I can play the piano. Yeah, yeah. So there's, <laughs> you know, the younger guys, they'd be yeah. on Twitter. They'd be on Facebook. They, you know, they'll go online a little bit. But these teams are busy, Cam, right? But DeMar and these guys aren't going to see this stuff. They know it's out there. They're not going to look at it. I think they should. I think they should. Like, I would actually yeah, encourage no, no, it yeah, to the yeah. point instead of, like, pretending like everything's all right. It's not all right. I would, if I was Dwayne Casey, I would basically tell one of the cronies, videographers yeah. down there, <laughs> put together put together everything that's being said today. Put together everything that's being said. Show Kornheiser calling you losers. Show Coward calling you chokers. Show Bayless laughing. Show people on Twitter and their gifts mocking Kyle Lowry. Show them this. And then you can you show these guys this. Basically, Cam, tomorrow is the ultimate gut check time. And I, you know, the term gut check is tossed around uh, as loosely as classic and uh, epic, and um, you know every other stupid buzzword that uh, that is used all the time. But basically, the Toronto Raptors can either step up tomorrow yeah. and shut everybody up, or they can roll over lose, and get swept. They yeah. lose tomorrow. They probably are going to get swept. They will get swept yep. again. I agree. And I'll tell you one thing, though, and you said it. Take a look at the Eastern Conference, too. Boston, look how good they're doing no, without the Hayward now. and I. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's all, like after this year. The window's now. Boston, Philadelphia, and who knows about Cleveland. If you can't do it now, now you're never going to do it. Dude, no. Boston's getting Gordon Hayward and Kyrie. I Irving know. That's exactly true. Added to a team that's already Amazing. damn good. Yep. 
Philadelphia younger. They're only going to get better. Exactly. This, this and you is, know what Philadelphia is, is going to do? You know these type of teams when they have these superstar teams, they get good guys off cheap contracts. They'll just kind of bring them in the way the New England Patriots do it for football. It's, it's, it's like the watching the Buffalo Bills. In a sense, the Raptors are better than the Bills, but it's just that ultimate sheer disappointment in the end. You know, being a Bills fan, and Florio knows this, being a Bills fan, you know, basically every Sunday of my life is sucked, essentially. It's the same crap, Kim. Bills play well, lose, and then I watch that uh, WABC Sunday night uh, show at 11.30 with the local beat writers. Uh, yeah, Josh Benini and his gang. Yeah, yeah. And his gang. It's the same. Stu Boyer. The same. It's just, oh, just, I yeah. don't know why. the Bill, They had all uh, the, the opportunities. Bills, yeah, you know, and the Patriots <laughs> didn't even really play that well today, Chuck. And, you know, that we really let one get away today. Last night was the classic Dennis Green. We let him off the hook. Yep. We let him off the hook. You want to clown her ass, you clown her ass. You're never going to be in a better situation than that. What did he and say? you didn't win. What did you think of LeBron last night, Coach? He is who we yeah, thought he is. is. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. You want to crown him? Crown him. Unfortunately, Dwayne Casey uh, doesn't yell and doesn't. Uh, no. uh, he's very calm. Like Dwayne Casey's the type of guy you see when I go on vacation. He's, hey, man, you want a drink? Like, you know what I mean? Like, even when he's mad, he's not mad. Like, you'll get kind of upset at the referee or say he never goes. He doesn't have another level of like ballistic. I am really angry. Like, I am. Which pissed. leads me to believe behind the scenes, he probably really gets really angry. My, my horse is leaving, Gabe, but I'm not sure if he's a front runner. Three, Naples missed. Is he going to get it done? Or the what? buddy like Cam is minus 275, dude. 275? Yeah. Uh, mine was 250 two minutes ago. Wow. Two, they they understand. They're listening. $356 pays me back. Four, who do you have here? Come on, Naples missed. Now he's going to get cut off. I can, the yeah, four, four No, I got the three. Up. I got the three. He's done. Here comes the four. He's, he's, he's got to get off that rail. Come on, friend. You got you got to find a way, Sias. Get him there. Get him there. Yes, you go. You gotta he, want it. And down you gotta want it. Go, 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 man. He's leading. Go, 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 go. Bring that whip. The Bring three that and the four. Bring battling. that whip. Bring that whip. No, he's done. He's done. Nah, come on, come second. Come second. Come second. Come second. Please come money. second. Come on, come on. Go, oh, no, catch him. Catch him. Catch him. Get second. 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 Oh God, this this track is long. No, he's done. <laughs> he's, <long>. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even going to finish in the top. Uh, he's third. He's getting third. Damn you, man. I told you. Get, you don't want to be uh, Here's horse racing tip number one. You don't want to be on the rail when you're coming down the stretch, Gabe. The horse will get spooked. He sees, he sees the angle. You want to be too off. Too off that rail, making that angle move, and bam, man. That, that's money time. That four horse was really nice. Very beautiful horse. And... Uh, Life is all about frustrations. It can be, yes. Which uh, leads us into uh, last night's basketball game with the Toronto Raptors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And what I find even more frustrating, besides losing the actual money uh, on the basketball game, is having to see the gifts, the comments, the mockery, yep. the laughing. It's like uh, it's like Nelson Muntz. Ha ha. As, oh, the Toronto Raptors are chokers. The Toronto Raptors can't win in the playoffs. Kyle Lowry is a loser. DeMar DeRozan is a choker. Dwayne Casey sucks. The Toronto Raptors are a joke. We could go on and on and on. And unfortunately, the Raptors the Raptors gave these people the ammunition, uh, Cam. An incredibly frustrating game. 
And I would say that, hey, listen, it's only one game in a series. But you can't overreact and panic. You know, it was a one point basketball game that went to overtime. But the thing is, when you compound the past years of this unit experiencing failure in the playoffs, it's easy for people to get there. The Raptor players can't let it get there. They're going to have to find a way to win a game on the road, Cam. And, you know, it's going to be impossible to to go all the way to the NBA Finals without winning a game on the road. They're going to have to obviously win tomorrow, but it's incredibly frustrating. I'm not ready to bury the entire franchise yet. Like, I raged on the spot last night after the game. But I will say that if they do get swept or they do just fizzle out in this series right now. There will be super rage. There will be super rage, and there needs to be super change. I agree. I know. And this is the thing, though, Marenzi. You know, hey, we both bit. Hey, the line seven. They're begging us to take Cavalier. Mike. That's, see, I'm an idiot. Yeah, uh, uh, no, uh, no, uh, who, uh, know who the big stupid catfish is? Six and a half. Yeah, I know they. Two. I know they are. Hey, knowing me, how stupid I am, I'm gonna bite again. Oh, it looks so tasty. I'm gonna tell you one thing though, man. The way they lost, LeBron came out in that game, even though he had the triple-double cold. They had multiple double-digit leads in the game. They let him back. That's the problem with this team. They had not just once, twice, thrice, a million times, Gabe. They scored 79 damn points in the first half, and then you let these guys come back. That's the issue that I have with Toronto. You had them on the ropes. LeBron wasn't even playing his best game, and you still lost They the always do this crap. They still lost the game. They always do this. They look good in the first quarter, yes. the first half of every game against Washington. And they take the pedal Pat, off the yeah. pedal. And, 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 they get careless. They turn the ball over. They don't know how to like go up twenty four and bury a team. No, that's what good teams do. You know what Golden State does? They 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 kill your will. You're up thirty, and then you don't even play anymore. And they just sit back and laugh and go, "You can't come back." And they had multiple opportunities. Yep. Who's, screw LeBron's triple double game. You saw him. LeBron he, was he, one for. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. He's not going to play any shittier than he did that game, and and he lost the game. So what does that tell you? Dude, LeBron only had 26 are... points, and he took 30 shots. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. LeBron missed numerous shots that he never misses. Exactly. Free throw at the end to give him a chance. Everything. like the, the, And you can't blame it's... the referees for the loss. No, it's you can't. The Raptors. No, I don't blame the there referees. There were some bad calls uh, against yep. the Toronto Raptors. But not, but not totally. LeBron got away with stuff, and we knew that coming in. But the Toronto Raptors brought it upon themselves. They sure did. And from a gambling perspective, really, really screwed me over. Same here, buddy. Game. I had them in every parlay. I, t- I laid the points, and I had them in one parlay. So it's like, man, not only are they going to win on the money line, they're going to cover the point spread. Cost. And he overhit. So I'm like, man, we're going to hit the over. They're probably going to cover on the number. And we're going to hit this money line parlay with Golden State Warriors. And they blow the damn game. Buddy, I even had the Washington Capitals at plus 160 with Winnipeg, who came back from three goals down. All great, the Raptors had to do was win the damn game for $700 on the parlay. They can't even win. I don't care about with the seven points. Win the damn game. Ah, man, I, I, good luck. You're going there tomorrow night. I pray. I pray that this team comes out of the gate and finds a way to actually have some killer instinct and some teeth and to just bury these guys. But I don't know, man. Soft. Soft, soft, soft. I can't believe in Cleveland missing ro- rotational players, Gabe. Like, it's not going to, like, that was a perfect setup. Like, you couldn't have had the Cavaliers in a worse spot and you still lost. That's why people are going wild and you can't really blame them. It's not over, though. You got to win four games, but. Brutal start. Dwayne Casey is, is a horrible coach. Have you ever seen? He's overrated. He's like, so overrated. Have the Raptors man. ever freaking scored once out of a timeout? Never. Like, they come out of a timeout with about 57 seconds left in the game. They're down four. And what do they do? They pass the ball to Kyle Lowry. He takes, like, this 26-foot three-point shot, like, right right yep. away. Like a rush shot. Bad angle, rush shot. He's kind of sideways. Shoots it anyways. Late in a basketball game. They're only down one. DeMar DeRozan plays some great defense on LeBron. They get the ball. You're down one. 
All right, you're down one. And then, you know, this is on DeMar DeRozan, though. DeMar DeRozan is very good at taking it to the rack and getting fouls. Yep. And he's very good at just taking it to the, to the, to the basket. So there's 16 seconds left. They isolate everybody. They get DeMar DeRozan a basketball. That was a good move. DeMar comes into the paint, and instead of just shooting or trying to get fouled and instigate a foul, he, he keeps going, and he traps himself, and then he pops it out. Yes, Fred yep. Van Fleet is wide open there. Fred Van Fleet Cam hadn't played in six weeks. Exactly. I don't think he hit one goddamn three-point shot no, last didn't. night. He missed them all. His shot was way off. And then, is this really the guy that we want, Van Fleet, taking a shot with the game on the line? You know, Cam, there's a reason why Van Fleet was open, like Pete Annapolis said. Yes. Because the Cavaliers are like, if you want Van Fleet to shoot for the game winner, go, go ahead, ahead and yeah. do it. If he hits it, who cares? Yeah, we're, we're just going to leave And then, home. once again, Dwayne Casey gets outcoached by Ty Lue and the security guard in Section 107. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know this guy. Ridiculous. No, we give this guy credit, coach of the year, coach of the year. But you said the most important thing. Good coaches come up with plays after timeouts. Dwayne Casey's been the beneficiary of having good depth on the team. What's he really done, though, Marantz? Like, as a coach, have you watched him coach, out-coach guys and win games? No. It's always been the players. So that's the thing. The he coach does gets a good the credit job for motivating it. him. He does a good yeah. job. No, he seems like a good guy. As, as a whole. But he's a horrible in-game coach. Yes, he can't he watches the, the runs from from the other teams. Cleveland's going on the, on these big runs. He doesn't do anything about no timeouts. it. Timeouts. And then Jonas Valanciunas. Jonas Valanciunas is a great offensive player. Beast. Look but, at the numbers. I know, but what happened in the last in the last eight minutes of the game? DeRozan and Lowry weren't even involved. They didn't even try. Like they weren't shooting every damn play. They they were giving it up to to JV. Yeah. It's like guys, you have to step up, up and to, take over exactly. here. Exactly. Incredibly frustrating loss. Listen, I'm going to save the rage a little bit. If they lose tomorrow, they're going to go nuts. Then I'm going to go nuts, and it's going to be over. They're yes. not. They're not winning. Exactly. Like the, the the margin of error is already pretty freaking thin. Paper thin. Thinner than Allie McBeal. <laughs> She's thin. We we we. You know, you look at the Buffalo Bills schedule, and there's no way in hell that McCarron doesn't start the season. I don't think Josh Allen's going to start the season as uh, as head coach uh, of the Buffalo Bills. Um, I like I like the New York Giants at over uh, six and a half. Yep. I think, and I stand by this, Tony, that uh, I think Alex Smith is better than Kirk Cousins. He might not be a better fantasy quarterback than Kirk Cousins, but he's a better reality uh, quarterback than uh, Kirk Cousins. But, but the New York Jets, is it going to be Sam Darnold? Is it going to be McCown? Who's their quarterback going to be? And I don't know if you, you probably saw this, Tony, yesterday. You see Jamal Adams, uh, jackass yeah. Jamal Adams safety with the New York Jets. Um, he's out no, of LSU. He's yeah, a hard-hitting player. Yeah. He's a good player. He's a hard-hitting dude and stuff. So the guy actually um, tweets out a picture of Josh Allen, a GIF, Cam. That's what the kids call it. Yeah, the GIFs. A GIF video of Josh Allen throwing an interception. And he tweeted, can't wait to catch uh, catch passes from my new favorite quarterback, Jamal Adams. <laughs> plays for the Jets. So, I don't know, he's trash-talking Josh Allen for some reason. Yeah, and uh, I guess if he does intercept Josh Allen, you know, that'll be uh, one more career interceptions that Jamal Adams has. Like, you figure (laughs) that a dude is running his mouth about Cam. Like, if you had, like, 13 picks or something like that, jackass, maybe I'd be like, yeah, all right, all right. You know, the guy's talking smack, but he does intercept a lot of footballs. You can have one interception, Tony. That's the modern athlete for you. The guy's talking crap. He plays on a piece of shit New York Jet football team, and uh, he's got zero interceptions, and he's talking shit online. Real, real, real smart guy here. 
You know, I'll tell you what. Sorry though. for calling the Jets piece of shit, guys. <laughs> yeah, shit. but yeah, but you know what? I kind of <laughs> I like it. I like it. I wish more people would call more people out on Twitter so we could have you know a little you like entertainment. The piece, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, so well, since people, yeah, Josh Allen should respond and say, well, "Who the hell are you?" No. He should say, "Wow, it would be your first interception." Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, like well, right. I think Josh, because of uh, I think he's staying off Twitter for a while. Yeah, I'd say, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. it's a good point. Yeah, you're right. Considering some yep. of the things, yeah, you're right that he could say. Yeah, it's probably a good idea that uh, he does stay off of Twitter. I think Kanye West should probably stay off of Twitter right now too. I saw some of Kanye West's uh, tweets. I really don't know what they mean. Like I, I like, the la- like you like don't don't understand. It's English, but you're not reading what he's uh, what he's writing. Yes, like I don't understand the uh, the slang. No, like it's not like slang. It's it's basically like his philosophy on things. Except it's there. It's very 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 hard to uh, to understand. Why don't you show me one? Let's see. I already stepped up and in here. Yep. Josh Allen, man, he is a wow, him and Donald Trump should have a tweet off. Yeah. <laughs> is that Can you imagine hash? though? If Trump, here's the thing: if Trump, if Twitter was around when Trump was growing up, I wonder what kind of tweets we would have got. Because <laughs> there's well, going to be a time, right? It's going to be like 30 years from now that we'll be able to go back and review the old the president's tweets when he was a teenager, whoever that president ends up being. Yeah, like just like all the NFL players who said dumb yeah. stuff when they were 12 years old. You know, we'll just cr- go back in the hot tub time machine and check out Trump's. You know what's crazy though is that all like um, you know all historical presidential documents are all safe for like presidential. Yeah libraries and history the smithsonian yeah and sort of quotes um like you know ask not what you can yeah, yeah. uh you know what your country can do for you ask what your you can do for your country fake news uh, just imagine like history <laughs> 60 years from now tony people are gonna look and what was the president saying rosie o'donnell is fat and ugly <laughs> <laughs> yeah miss 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 universe yeah. did porn uh, you know what I mean? Like it's, I guess they, the history books. Yeah, they're, they've taken a little bit of a turn right now. Little we Marco. grab them by the pussy and they like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to say that. That's our president. Yeah, yeah exactly. He no, he's uh, that's one thing. He's really uh, Trump's all about freedom of speech, and I appreciate yeah. it. You didn't tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tony. Right. You get to say grab you, you. You get to say grab him by the pussy now, and you really. What can anyone say to you after? It's like, well, I was just reciting the president of the United States, and uh, you can now say uh, shithole countries, <laughs> shithole <laughs> <laughs> countries and shithole cities. You know what I mean? Uh, well, people that place from, is a shithole. People from Norway to come over here. Norway. <laughs> so he's actually, yeah, I appreciate how he's, he's loosening language laws for us, Tony. Yes, the president. Imagine if the president, uh, Donald Trump, was there all those Howard Stern years. Howard would have had it easier. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You want to find tweets. I mean, I mean, my favorite, uh, my favorite Donald Trump appearance on the Howard Stern show, and it goes over real good with uh, vets, I'm sure, when uh, he said, no, I didn't go to Vietnam, but... Uh, you know, sleeping with some of those girls uh, that I did was my own personal Vietnam. Howard Stern asked about STDs. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> like, that's what he said? My own personal Yeah, Vietnam. he goes, yeah, it's like my own personal Vietnam. That's, that's not like, good. Yeah, STDs at Studio 54 in the old days. 
I can picture you like rocking, Tony. Studio 54, you know, gold chain. Oh, you, yeah. know, uh, you know, furry chest hanging out there. <laughs> little vial, yeah, good slacks. Little vial of, uh, you know, little vial of cocaine and Bill Cosby style. Some some lewds, some quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to make sure. You know, nowadays, though, like before me, you give me a woman. Me and Cam pictured you. Like, we brought it up. We pictured you, like, as the type of dude with the van and the carpet in the back and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shag. The love shack. Yeah, so nice, nowadays, nice though, nowadays, before you give a woman drugs, you've got to make her sign a waiver because it might come back to haunt you. Speaking of that, I saw, I, I, speaking of gifts and videos, I saw something on Twitter, and it was like, uh, this didn't age well. And it was basically Bill Cosby on a Cosby show. Uh, he had a barbecue, and everybody was making out. And uh, the wife says to him, what's going on? How come what's going on out here? He goes, I'll let you in on a little secret. He goes, uh, I put a little something special in the barbecue sauce. (laughs) I swear to God. Yeah. And uh, he really did. And he goes, uh, how do you think I got you to do that last time? He basically confesses to sexually drugging people on the Cosby show. In hindsight, now you look at it, and it's like, all right. And if you want to go further, my buddy has the album where he's doing his comedy routine on vinyl talking about Spanish fly. Yes. It's it's an act. That was his joke was, hey, you know, I'm going out there and put a little in the drink there. (laughs) She's all yours, baby. Like, like he's got that, like, it's on vinyl. Like, I listened to it, man. It's his joke. It's his shtick. Yeah, and in fact, and in fact, People finding that joke is what got him into this in the first place. Wow. And in fact. Absolute madness. He he made another joke about it. Like, because the chicks were gone. Like, they were disgusted, but it wasn't at the forefront. And he brought it up again. He made a joke about it recently. And I guess one of the one of the women was like, all right, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm like, going. You, yeah, we're going after <laughs> yeah. him for real now. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. I hope he enjoys those. Uh, he enjoys Jello. Because yeah, Jello, Jello pops. I think that's dessert where he's going. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was the the fudge popsicles. He is, he is old and blind, though. Yeah, that's a good he, point. Hey, is Florio is a, there right now? Are you there, Mike? Are you here? He is old and blind. Hey, Tony, how'd that uh, puppet show go with Dunham? The guy's pretty good, eh? All right. So here's what happened. They had Dunham, right? Yeah. Fifteen thousand seats. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp were playing next door, 10,000 seats. OzFest was playing down the street, 30,000 wow. seats. Wow. Jackson Jeff Dunham the delayed hub. the show an effing hour because the place was only a quarter full at the time it was supposed to start. I was there 30 minutes early. I was ready. <laughs> I had to wait an hour. But if your favorite band is playing multiple shows... You got to go see the first show because you never know what's going to happen. It <laughs> walked there like a crazy bet. But even if you're going to see Adele or something like that, oftentimes, like, oh, my voice isn't feeling well today. Today's show canceled. Yeah, that's a good point for that. For, for people like that who can really wail, then yeah. definitely the first or show. Or crazy metal bands yeah. that might do something. They might, you might run out of gas. Like Guns like, N' Roses or yeah. something. Here's Stooch. Stooch <laughs> the man. Stooch. He's laughing when I said I was at that show when James Hetfield blew himself up. For real. Like, he nearly killed yeah. himself. He stood in front of a pyro that went off, and uh, he got burnt, and then Metallica, so they had to cut their short, their, their set short. And then Guns N' Roses were asked to come out sooner. Like, yeah. they were like, all right, you guys aren't scheduled to play until 10, but will you play at, like, 8.39 type of thing because we got 60,000 people in the stadium freaking out. 
And uh, they said no. <laughs> Axel doesn't like, he doesn't like to be told what to do. No, so there was like a three-hour wait, and then they were late. I, yeah. And then Axel Rose quit and walked off the stage like after yeah. five songs. I've seen Guns N' Roses before. It's uh, very temperamental. Like, yeah, it's hit or miss. Yeah, it's been, like, and then yes. there was the infamous riot and stuff like that. And then Stu said he got screwed because he had tickets in Toronto the next <laughs> night, and they canceled the show. Wow. Because of the Yeah, because Guns N' Roses were under house arrest. They weren't allowed to leave. <laughs> they weren't arrested, but they weren't allowed to leave. Like, uh, the cops told them, listen, you know, stay at the hotel. You can't uh, you can't leave town until we, we, we get this settled. Because they were going to charge him with inciting a riot. So a man, a man that joins us uh, right now. Um, I, you know, there's not a lot of locks in the world, but I don't think Mike's going to be uh, incited uh, for... Uh, for trying to uh, indicted for trying to incite a riot. <laughs> exactly. But we've got a good one here, Mike, as far as the NFL draft. Mike Blewett uh, joins us. Always a pleasure, Mike. Uh, thanks for having us, guys. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I would say that my to your point about going to the first show, I saw a Stone Temple Pilots show over 20 years ago at Roseland, a small venue in New York City. And they came out uh, dressed up in full Kiss regalia. So you thought it was Kiss walking out on stage, and it was just Stone <laughs> Temple Pilots pl- dressed as Kiss. So that was the first show of like a two That's or awesome. three uh, show night. It was it was hilarious, and obviously a lot of people that were under the influence weren't quite sure what was going on, uh, but it made the show all the all the better. You know, years ago, I'm, I'm still in a band, but uh, I used to be active in the music industry. And I worked like uh, at a lot of concerts, big bands, et cetera. So I was working at a beer series that was uh, Molson Coors. And you know, like, you know, those sort of beer campaigns, uh, Mike, where you don't know who the band, the band is. Oh, yeah, be. mystery band. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So you enter yeah. the beer contest. It's like an ultimate beer party for the weekend. That was like when they sent Metallica the yeah, to the Arctic. Yeah, they were we're, living there. We're going to fly you. Yeah, so this one was like, we're going to fly you into Montreal. And you're going to see unknown artists, et cetera. I worked at the show, and even us, like, we did not know. They we, kept, kept it real quiet. Yeah, we did not know. They made us leave and the whole nine yards, except I was I was one of the roadies, so I did know who it was. I found out, like, basically two hours, three hours before uh, type of deal. So it's all these, and the kids were wasted, man. Like, they were wasted. It was, like, free beer for everyone. They were holed up at some, like, cottage and a lake party like they were drunk they bust them into the arena and stuff so they come out and uh the backstreet boys were popular at the time right so it starts backstreet's back all right and they actually had dudes in track suits and stuff the place goes crazy girls are screaming and stuff and then for real you just hear this guy Cut that shit off! It was offspring. The look on the faces of the girls in the crowd, they were so sad. It was like, it went from like, oh my God, it's the Backstreet Boys to turn that shit off. It's offspring and offspring come That's out. a 180. That's a yeah, 180. Yeah, it was... They really pulled it off well, though. Like, they really fooled people in the room. Like, they people... Like, they... They did, like, the sort of Backstreet Boys intro all the Amazing. time. Like, they had, like, the, the same thing the Backstreet yeah, did. They sold day. it. Oh, they sold it. <laughs> so, like, you could hear people, oh, my God, I think it's the Backstreet Boys, right? Yeah. And they had the track suits and everything. Oh, oh, pretty fly was, for a white guy. Oh, it was great. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they, they, they actually rocked. Listen to Game Time Decisions every Monday through Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. 